It's November 13th, 2011, and you're listening to the Architecture Happy Hour. I'm Laura. And I'm Larry. And it's a two-drink minimum, so grab your glass and let's get started. everybody. We are back from multiple speaking engagements. Back in the land of the living. Yay. Yay. Oh, it just feels like a whole weight's been lifted because we worked months and months on all these presentations, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And and the last couple of weeks were just grueling. Busy, busy. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. You'd think after working on one script for several months that you'd have it down and it wouldn't be a problem and you wouldn't be tweaking things at the last minute. But no, that's just not our style. Yeah. So we were working hard and busy and very focused on that. So now it feels kind of nice to be through those seminars and presentations, and yeah. now we can focus on real work. Well, now I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, what do I do now? I'm, I'm Susan's not going to come every Tuesday and Thursday and make yeah. us stand up for two hours and practice. And yeah, that's really why we were so busy, because we have yeah. a, a PR coach who has been our speaking coach who uh, helps us finely tune these presentations. These, yeah. yeah. The scripts and the mannerisms and all of the technique. The inflection and when do we move forward into the audience and when do we not, et cetera, et cetera. When are the dramatic pauses and, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all those things. So it yes. takes some, some doing, but it's nice to actually have all of it behind us. And, you, of course, you came back. We went to um, went to Virginia at the beginning of, I guess, the first week in November, mm-hmm. really. And then Laura came back and had to do her International Furnishings and the Design Association silent auction. Yes, turned right around the barely a week after I got back and yeah. was walked into the office and was knee deep in donations all around my desk. And yeah, I walked yeah. in on Monday, the Monday after the presentation in Virginia, and went like, "Wow, like wow, where's well, Laura's desk is there somewhere, but right. these giant baskets and flower arrangement things sticking up." My and first instinct was, "Wow, I feel so loved. My audience <laughs> has sent me gifts and tokens of appreciation." And then I realized, "Oh no, those are just donations." Yeah, if that was, if that was only it. <laughs> Right. They love me. They really love me. Yes, they didn't have flowers to throw at the actual event, so they sent them afterwards, right? Sure, as they should have. Right, right, yeah. So for that split second, I felt really loved, and then I was a little bit let down. (laughs) And I went, oh, yeah, wait, I just have a lot of work to do. They're like, Chris, Chris, I need your help. Yes, quick, call me intern. Yes, thank goodness. (laughs) Actually, honestly, thank goodness. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, it was a huge help to have him be able to back me up and run errands with me and things like that yeah. yeah well and i'm sure he enjoyed the fact that we were back as well since we left him all alone for a week with holly <laughs> we, we yeah. haven't gotten the full scoop as to what actually happened or, or went on but but he seemed unscathed i hope so so yeah not scarred for life yeah, yeah. i think we gave, gave him enough stuff to do so. yeah that kind of was another little twist in our program because not only were we preparing for the week away but we had to prepare for him to be busy for the mm-hmm. week away yeah, you forget about things like that. Well, yeah, when you haven't had an intern for three <laughs> years and suddenly you've got someone, yeah, you forget about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. forget about it. Even think about when I was an intern or you were an intern. Mm-hmm. And when I was Holly's intern and she would leave, it'd be the same thing. You're like, okay, what am I going to do while you're gone? Tell me. Right. Please give me a list of things. Yeah. So, Don't yeah. leave me here to my own devices. That could be yeah. real scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we probably should share specifically what events we were 
speaking at. Mm -hmm. And um, in fact, that's what this podcast is going to be about, is we'd like to sort of do a recap of what we did and what we learned. And what we learned on our summer vacation. That's right. <laughs> what we did while we were away. Yes. And because there may be some folks out there who might be considering speaking or trying to share maybe what they've learned. And uh, so we'd like to be able to share what we've learned. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. Well, our first speaking engagement really was at TSA, Texas Society of Architects, the convention here in Dallas, which was nice that it was local. So we didn't have to hop on a plane and go somewhere else and have all that kind of going on at the same time. Although, you know, I noticed that it's not as fun when it's in your hometown. Yeah. Because you can't check out of reality like you yeah. can when you can go someplace and, and actually stay in a hotel and right, that's true. focus it's... on the conference. Because I didn't get to attend nearly as many other seminars as I would have liked to yeah. because I had my real life to get back to. Well, yeah, I had Friday, Friday I was supposed to go to three or four things, and instead I'm like, oh, I, I can't. I've got too much work here to do in the office, and I've got to get that done. Exactly. And, and I was here, so it was here. And Right. And then on the flip side, the people who traveled, I'm sure, were like, man, I, I've got so much to do back at the mm -hmm. office. I wish I could get it done, And but here I am in, you know, 15 different seminars. So, yeah, yeah the grass is always greener, but... Yeah, I just that was something I noticed having it here in Dallas because it rotates what every right. three yeah, or I think four next years. Year is Austin, I think. I think. Yeah, which could be interesting. Okay. But yeah. yeah, so our so our first one was Thursday night at the at the convention, and one of the great things we wanted to talk about really what we learned from doing, you know, these three presentations because we did two presentations here in Dallas, and then we went and did a three hour workshop in Virginia. So we want to talk a little bit about what it is we learned from those experiences. And one of the big things we learned at TSA on, because our presentation was Thursday night at 745. And one of our friends from College Station. And this Station, was the last week in October. Yeah, last so week in October. If anybody was paying attention, that was during the World Series. Yes. In which the Texas Rangers were playing. Yeah. 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 So our, one of our friends from College Station that we ran into said, well, so who did you tick off to get a 7.45 p.m. speaking slot? Yeah. And we didn't really think anything about it except that, well, 7.45, the Rangers were playing. Game six of Game the World Series. Game six of the World Series. The conference had just hosted a mixer upstairs at the expo so they had, where they had been serving alcohol. Yes. So there was alcohol involved. And then there were a bunch of alumni gatherings at the same time as we were doing our presentation. So what really... Oh, and it was raining. Oh, and it was raining. That's yes. true. Yes. So Cold and raining. if you're ever doing a presentation, you want to try to avoid all these little things happening at the same time because... It, it was kind of the perfect storm. Yeah. It basically took our attendance down to about 40% of what the registration said yeah. it would be. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but bless their hearts. I mean, they, they hung hung in with us and there were people in the audience who were actually listening to what the score was so every once in a while you know you could check in and say okay what's the score and we we right. know and everyone would stay up to date but still it was it was a very learning experience in that sense okay find out what time you're really speaking and what does that mean and right well and, and not only did it just change the number of people in the room but it changed the energy in the room mm -hmm. Because it was so late at night, everybody was tired. They had either just driven in or they had mm -hmm. been in seminars and yeah. that expo party. And so yeah. what we, the energy that we were expecting to be able to play off of wasn't there. Right. And so some of what was in our presentation didn't go over like right. we thought it would. And so that changed it just changes the whole rhythm lot, yeah. of the yeah. of the presentation. So I think for us that was really interesting and we I think we, going forward, will probably 
say, okay, we're expecting 100 people, but let's say, what if we only get 40? Right. And what parts and pieces of this may we need to tweak at the tweak. last minute? Right, exactly. Right. And and then be open to being able to have a little bit of, um, you know. A little bit of flexibility in what we're doing. Right, yeah. a little spontaneity and, yeah. and be able to change things a little bit. Right. Well, yeah. and even one of the, the people that came to the Saturday presentation, because our next presentation was Saturday at noon. Right. Which was a completely different crowd, but one of the people who came and gone to the Thursday night one, she goes, "Well, you know, I almost didn't go. I had had a cocktail at the at the expo thing, and I thought, no, I better go." And yeah, so, she said, "My hotel room was calling to me. Yeah. I was so tired." Yeah, but yeah. she came in. So that's sort of what we were dealing with, and it, it was mm-hmm. really a, a different experience because. Our previous experience had really with the crowd had been in Minnesota the year oh, before. Oh yeah, where we had well over a hundred people. Yeah, in the like hundred and twenty almost. Right. Yeah, I mean it was a full room, and uh, again, very different energy. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a learning experience, but we'll have to watch that next time we're doing a presentation to find find out really what time it is and what does it really mean. Right, and then what other things, what other outside influences could affect, affect what that. we're doing. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I think if we had known it was going to be a much smaller crowd, we might have worked in some more interactive mm-hmm. type elements to it, which is what we learned in Virginia. But little things, you know, more elements maybe to ask questions mm-hmm. of the audience or have them turn to their neighbor and discuss something for 30 seconds sure. and come back and actually give us some feedback. You know, little yeah. things like that to get them engaged where they're not just sitting there. Right. Well, and for me, part of it would have been simply to tell everyone, because the room was fairly good size, simply to tell everyone, if you're sitting in the back, everybody shift it forward. We want you guys up close with us. We want we want to be able yeah, to see all of make you. Make it a little more intimate. Make it a little more intimate. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's just one of those things we'll learn. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side of that, on Saturday morning, we went to the, we had our presentation at noon. I guess it wasn't morning, but noon. Mm-hmm. And like we said, the crowd was completely different. It was a completely different energy. And by the time we got done with it, one of the things that really came out of it for me was that if the crowd's with you, if they're connected to you, if they're participating, you can make a mistake and nobody cares about it. I mean, I got right to the very end of the presentation and I was telling a story and I forgot the last line. I forgot the last thing. The last paragraph of the presentation just completely went out of my head. And I'm like... (laughs) And I just looked at the audience and said, I just forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, and I looked it's at Laura, totally I said, gone. I said, Laura, what's, she's like, well, you were talking about this. And so I'm like, oh, there it is. Like, oh, all of a sudden, you know. It's yeah, like, as long as you bang. don't panic, you yeah. know, just kind of roll with it. And nobody seemed phased at all. And I was able to finish and it went off well. And so it was, it was just a different, totally different vibe. Totally different vibe. Yeah, I have really enjoyed the Saturday one because we had, a lot of eye contact with the audience, a lot of, you know, it's so nice when people smile and mm-hmm. nod their heads and you really know they're listening mm-hmm. and that they get, you know, yeah. like, because we put a lot of effort into these these presentations and we really hope that we reach, you know, we give them something they can take back to their office and yeah. back to their interns and really help develop yeah. their experience and you know, it's not just that we'd like to hear ourselves talk, and well, and of course, well, here we are on a podcast <laughs> listening to ourselves talk. Hello, everyone. Right. Yeah. But, so, yeah, take yeah. what I say with a grain of salt, so, maybe. Yeah. But well, and we and, hope they take something away. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. And of course, we didn't have a lot of time afterwards. The um, TSA monitor was kind of rushing us out of the room because they had another presentation coming in. But I knew it was going to be a pretty good presentation when the very first thing I, I said to the audience. 
I got a smart comment from somebody, mm-hmm. which was what totally what I was expecting. And sure enough, I'm like, okay, you, you go sit in the back of the room. Right, yeah. <laughs> Immediately like, we broke the tension and yeah. it was fun. And it's like, thanks for the sass. Right, yeah. So the first presentation, because I don't even know if we gave them the names. The first presentation was balancing work and business development in a recovering economy. So it was, we had more business owners mm-hmm. in there, which I thought was interesting. We actually had one group that brought three people from their firm, three of the principals. Yeah. Um, and then the one on Saturday was raising a balanced intern. That was really kind of fun because Larry and I have been interns for a whole lot longer than we have been now registered architects and business owners. Yeah. And so we have a really unique perspective that we were able to share with the audience because we remember what it was like. You know, even though we're firm owners right now, we remember what it was like in to be in different firms having our intern experience. And uh, I think we, going forward in our firm now, want to offer a different experience to the interns that work for us. Right. And so that's what we were sharing. And, and I loved the part where I was able to, I asked the audience, you know, and we had a lot of business owners in there. It was split, mm-hmm. right? Like half interns, uh, half. Yeah, about half and half. Yeah. yeah. So I asked the the older people in the room, I said, you know, do you ever walk past your intern's desk and you see them on Facebook or you notice them texting during a meeting. And I was able to kind of, and of course they responded and said, yeah. And I asked him how it made them feel. And this one guy in the front row goes, it makes me mad. (laughs) And you could see it in his eyes. He was not kidding around. Like that just ticked him off. And so what I did though was to walk them through a scenario, you know, like, well, what if you realize that their need to connect and their need to use technology to communicate with their community is actually an asset and that that is a skill that if you realize that it's a skill, you could use it to help mm-hmm. the business development of your firm. Yeah. And I kind of walk them through, you know, well, what if you brought in a social media consultant? What if you brought in a marketing consultant and you actually trained these bright young minds to really help the future of the firm and you literally could see their mindset shift and you see that, that like things clicking in their heads that kind of it yeah. was phenomenal i thought oh my gosh i've actually reached there i'm actually they're thinking about this yeah and i had somebody come up to me afterwards and and say that's so amazing because I have always struggled with how do we deal with this social media stuff and do we ignore it and turn our backs on it? Do we embrace it? And if so, how do we do that? And so anyway, I, th- yeah. I thought that was a really fun part. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and what was fun for me was getting the questions at the end because we had a, about 15 minutes of Q&A. Yeah. And getting really good questions from people, uh, some from the interns, some from the owners. Mm-hmm. Had one owner ask us about, you know, they – how do they, you know, they, they spend time and money and effort training these interns and then they leave. Mm-hmm. How do they get them to stay? And I'm like, well, what are you doing to stay in touch with these, these interns? Well, we tell them we can, we loved having you here. We'd love to have you back. Anytime you want to come back, that'd be great. And it was, well, what do you do after that? And the answer was, well, nothing. It's like, okay, so I mean, it was just interesting to, to as, as a yeah. firm owner, to be able to, to look at them and say, okay, you're interested in keeping them. You know they're going to leave because they need to have a different experience. But right. what are you doing to stay in touch with them so that they will possibly come back to you at some point in the future? Right, because in the future, they're going to be a totally different intern or architect than they are right now. You may see sort of seeds right. of potential 
growth and, and skill down the road. But yeah, if you don't stay in touch with them, yeah. how are you going to be able to bring them back into your organization? Yeah, I mean, even, even you know, all these interns need mentors. So why not be a yeah. mentor to the people that are leaving? I mean, offer that as a possibility. I mean, it's a great way to stay in touch. But it was, it was just interesting to be able to have that conversation and get that kind of feedback and know that people were actually engaged and thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really neat. In fact, there was a, another gentleman there who was from a firm of 70 or 80 people. And mm-hmm. he mentioned when we talked about the, inter- the mentoring part mm-hmm. that their firm had just implemented a mentor program within their firm so mm-hmm. that the older architects were mentoring the younger and that it was... Well, and at the same time, I think the younger, like the interns, were actually teaching... Right, exactly. Teaching the, their mentors about things that their mentors yeah. don't have a clue about. New you technology. Know, new technology and, and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, so that was really encouraging and exciting to hear that a larger established firm mm-hmm. was implementing those kind of programs. In fact, one of the the other ladies in the audience said, you know, all of these things that you're talking about on helping your interns grow beyond just the intern development program, she said, these can all be used for your registered architects. You know, yes. we all need to be revisiting, you know, learning about well, what is invoicing and how does the backside of the business run and what is what are our expenses mm-hmm. and how are we reaching our clients and who is our perfect client? You know, all of those questions that typically an intern doesn't get involved with. Yeah. But so she really even saw it to the next level. Yeah, she said just take out the word intern yeah. off your presentation and... Yeah, you know. raising a balanced architect. I mean, right. you, know, you could apply it in so many ways. So that was really neat to see people sort of internalizing what we were talking about and then applying it and saying, you know what, this is valuable even on a different level. Mm-hmm. So that, I, yeah, I thought that was neat. Yeah, of course, and then we had a nice couple of days break where we were frantically assembling. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nice and calm. What are you L- talking about? Well, calm for you, maybe. <laughs> frantically assembling on my end the workbook for the workshop. In yes. Virginia, because we had to leave on Tuesday on the first, mm-hmm. and fly up to Richmond, and then at the same time they were the workbooks were being bound and shipped up to us in Richmond for delivery on Tuesday morning, so that we could have them for the presentation for the workshop at one. But yes. So thank you, UPS Store, for getting our workbooks there on time yes. and in beautiful condition. The nice folks at the <laughs> UPS Store on Lemon Avenue in Dallas, Jamie and Kurt and John and Debbie. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Yes, they looked great. Yeah, yeah, they. Um, I called them at like eight forty-five in the morning, and they said, "Well, as long as we don't have to have it done first thing, that'll be great." And I'm like, "Okay, fantastic." And then I got a notice at ten thirty that they had been registered for shipment. So I mean, they, you know, in spite of the fact of saying, you know, well, as long as it's not first thing, they got it done first thing for us. Oh, that's great. So it was really great. Yeah. But yeah, so we flew up on um, Tuesday afternoon. And we went up there and did our workshop called So You Think You Want to Start a Firm. And it was a three-hour workshop about basically starting a firm, what it means, business structure, the marketing aspects of it, talking about social media, who are the people that you need to be in contact with. I mean, all the aspects of really getting started. But one of the really interesting things we got out of this that we really learned from it was that no matter how well prepared you are for a workshop, it's not going to go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and you know, this is our, honestly our first workshop to do. Uh-huh. And we had, of course, participated in other workshops. So we don't, you know, we don't see all of the workings behind the scene as to how they got prepped for it and what they were expecting to have happen. So we got up there, and, of course, we started the workshop. And 
we got to the room and it was 85 degrees. Oh my gosh. I was just like sitting in a sweating. sauna. Uh-huh. So we were able to crank the AC down. And then, of course, about halfway through the workshop, it was like an igloo. Yeah. So we're over there just, you know, while, while Laura's over there teaching and doing things, I'm over there playing with the thermostat, trying to get it adjusted. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, there are other things, too, like we didn't have all the number of easels that we were expecting to have. So we had to kind of improvise. How do we get things for people to ride on? And, yeah. You know, it was, what are the was, tools you need to yeah. keep people able to stay engaged and involved? And, yeah. yeah. Um, which worked out fine because we were able to use the the sticky note type mm-hmm. big paper pad and just put it on the wall and yeah we well, still did what we needed to do yeah we were able to do it and of course one of the guys one of the exercises we had them doing he's like oh I've got my iPad he whips his iPad out and he's over there drawing we had them design a logo and so we had them in these little groups and every group had to design their own logo for their firm quote unquote. And this guy was over there whipping out his iPad, and he had his little drawing pad out, and he's, like, drawing things on his, this is what our logo looks like. I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? Right, yeah. There's a pad right there. But we had previously <laughs> taken personality analysis little quizzes, and we were like, oh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, it fits perfectly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was kind of fun. Could not be any better. Right. Yeah. And I think one thing we were, I don't know that we had really written down or or sort of defined who we expected the audience to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I was thinking it would have been more maybe people unemployed or people who felt like they hadn't found their niche, so they were going to go out on their own. They were going to start their own firm, and maybe those people would be younger. Yeah, I was thinking mid-30s maybe. Maybe. And I was really surprised because we had quite a few older people in the room and people who were very well established in their careers. Most of the people were currently employed. Or had their, their own firm, or had their own firms. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was the interesting part. Were the actual firm owners who were showing up? Mm-hmm. Because trying to figure out, okay, what have we maybe missed along the way? Is there something new that's coming along? What what can we do to change the way things are going? And one of the the guy with the iPad, the personality guy with the high eye, he was the one that was talking about. They had done something similar in their firm a few weeks before. They got everybody together, but mm-hmm. he said not to this level of detail. Mm-hmm. So for him, it was, you know, okay, we've, we've done this exercise. Now, what have I, what have we missed? Right. And so it was really interesting just to see well, that perspective. I, yeah, I think what they took away, because we were basically sharing our firm as a case study. Since mm-hmm. we started our firm in January of 2008, we essentially were, we've been existing in a recession, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so we shared well, what did we have to do differently and how have we had to adjust and what have we learned as far as sales and marketing and all of these things we've kind of had to learn on the fly. So some of these guys who are more established, they're probably feeling that, that they're needing to make adjustments in the recession, but um, maybe not really knowing how. So, yeah, that was... Well, well, and I think for some of them, they've probably done the same thing we did. We just sort of jumped off into it. I mean, mm-hmm. we had a little more because Holly had come from a very experienced, you know, background um, business-wise. But I think a lot of the guys probably had simply done what a lot of people do is just jump off into it. So we were going over things that, you know, and, and some of the things we were telling them were like, you know, you really need to do this, you need to check this. And these are things that we didn't necessarily know when we started. Right. And we have had to learn along the way and, and do along the way. So it was interesting to share that experience and get some feedback on it. Mm-hmm. I think we had one gentleman come up to me afterwards and say that he was hoping that we would get into more depth on more of the financials. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we were approaching this more from here's what you need to know about starting a firm and 
we're not even going to assume that you've already decided to do this. So we're going to present this and allow you to decide mm -hmm. if, if you feel like you're cut out to do this. So we weren't prepared to go into too much more depth. And, and literally, we were running out of time mm -hmm. in each hour. So we couldn't have crammed in anymore. Yeah. Um, but that was interesting that he expected a little bit of that. or Yeah, um, that's what he was looking for. Right. right. So that may be an opportunity to go into some of that more in depth uh, later on. Right. Well, that's, that's, and that's been, I guess, one of the big things we've learned from all of this or mm -hmm. learned as we've been doing this is that we were, we're establishing this very, oh, that's what I'm looking for. Um, we're sort of building this repertoire of presentations. We've, you know, the Minnesota thing, the two or three this year, and we're start, starting to build this list of topics that we can talk to people about. And from mm -hmm. that, being able to expand about what we were doing with the workshop and going into doing webinars. So there's a possibility of, and we're looking at starting that in December. Mm -hmm. So there's an opportunity for us to continue to grow. We, we never, I think when we started the first presentation in Minnesota. Which was just about a year ago. Yeah, just about a year ago. We yeah. never thought, well, you know, okay, we could actually start speaking to other groups and getting other people involved and start spreading out from just speaking to AIA or our local chapters and stuff and then possibly doing webinars which is you know the next phase for us is to take the workshop information and start doing a series of webinars about the information in the workshop so people can get more so you can get more about the finance and what right. does that mean you go into more detail and go into more detail right yeah in fact we're going to be contacting or I think we already have contacted the the folks who are in that workshop to really follow up and say okay what did you think about the workshop and then what would you like to know more about so mm -hmm. that we can really customize those webinars to fill really the, fill in them. the blanks and yeah. um, sort of supplement what we were already doing because even I felt frustrated even in three hours there was so much we oh, didn't get to share so much that we've you know have told in other presentations but right. just didn't get to and so yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a ton of information out there. I mean, it's just, it's, oh, it's like, <laughs> it's like, how do you? And of course, you have to. You you can easily get sidetracked. That's one of the things I noticed. We could easily get sidetracked. Oh yeah. In the course of one of those presentations or in the workshop, and go completely off the rails. So it's, you know, trying to steer everyone back to where we want them to be, but because there's so much additional information out there. Mm -hmm. that it's going to be easy to do. So it'll be nice to do the webinars and be able to share that extra extra information. Yeah, so stay tuned. We'll yeah. keep you posted uh, on those. Yeah, um, we'll probably post something on Twitter when we get ready to start doing them so that you guys know it's out there if you want to. Want right, and our website and our Facebook page mm -hmm. as well for HPD architecture. Yeah, yeah. so be interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that I, I learned, I guess, and I don't know that I learned maybe, I I don't think how to phrase it. This is not something I expected to ever be doing, to be speaking to people within my own industry. I mean, it's not something I planned. When Laura came to me last year with a call for presentations for Minnesota, and I'm like, oh, sure, we'll, we'll turn that in. I'm, I'm just totally humoring her. Yeah, it was their I'm state thinking, convention, their yeah. AIA convention in Minneapolis. Yeah, And, and I'm thinking, sure, you know, we're never going to get picked. It's never going to happen. We'll just put something together and, and whatever. And of course, we got picked, and we were speaking, and it's becoming something else. So it's something I never expected to be doing. And if you're, mm. if you're in that position that you think, well, you know, there's information I have that might be worth sharing, or I have a different perspective, and you're nervous about actually doing it, just jump off and take the leap and do it. 
and get out there and you know put you know you, next call for presentations submit something Drop well, and, it in. yeah it could be if you know if you've sort of had a community of people because in fact the the third presentation um, at Texas Society of Architects that I was involved in Larry mm -hmm. was not but I was on a panel talking about the purpose of social media for architects and that happened to be a four-person panel that was assembled by a former classmate of mine uh, but he pulled us all together you know three of us in Dallas and he's down near Austin um, and it was really kind of interesting it was a totally different type of presentation where it was more of a panel you know question answer sort of thing so that's another format you can use as well mm -hmm. as the workshop format you know there's lots of different ways to sort of get your message out there yeah. um, and each one is totally different it's kind of it's fun actually yeah. sort of having to cater and you know change your approach yeah for well, each one and just don't be afraid to do it just do it i mean it's the 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 one caveat i would say would, would be be prepared right. because you you go to these presentations and you watch someone present and you think they haven't rehearsed it they haven't studied it they haven't you know they spent 10 minutes going over it beforehand i i was at a um one of the sessions in minnesota last year and this very very smart woman from new york part of this really great firm they were getting a lot of involved in a lot of design build it's a whole new way of managing architecture construction and design and i mean the whole sphere and every other word was um 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 for an hour and a half Ugh. and she wasn't supposed to go on that long she just ran over her time because she wasn't she didn't practice she didn't rehearse so that's my one caveat if you're wanting to do it do it but make sure that whenever you get up there and you're ready to present that you're prepared that you've really yeah that you, know material, your material. that you know material and there's not because you know, it is your reputation on the line mm -hmm. if that's what you're going to present yeah as your style or your capability it's going to reflect on how people remember you right and of course if you're with the firm it's going to reflect on how people remember your firm which is of course why we have susan to help us yeah susan morrow who's our uh, pr coach and uh reputation management consultant therapist i mean, I mean uh, yeah you know yeah <laughs> yeah she's she, she puts has up with us and has supported all of our divaness yes yeah yeah she's been phenomenal and doesn't go easy on us pushes us beyond what we're comfortable mm -hmm. with and i think it's made all the difference yeah. it's made really increased our confidence and ability to kind of go well what if we went after something different yeah well, if we went for something a little bit bigger and how do we do it and what does that right. mean yeah it's it's been good yeah so reach out if you don't have the skills in place reach out and get help um, because the help is there yeah well we've gone on probably long enough and we need to um before we go we want to say thanks to some people want to thank wayne connors with the virginia society aia we were fortunate enough to meet him right before our presentation and super excited about having having well not just us there but having the practice management knowledge community participate mm -hmm. in their convention and apparently it went off very well he was very excited oh, good. and on that end we also want to thank donald simpson with the pmkc because not only did he introduce us in minnesota last year he actually introduced us at the archex the event in virginia this year so it's right. nice to see him again and and you know, just have him, he already knew who we were, basically. Right. Well, so. we're kind of having a little bit of a, a history now with mm -hmm. PMKC because we've uh, we've now done uh, a project with 
uh, Michael Strogoff out in California Mm -hmm. with his company, AEC Knowledge. And we may have mentioned it in a previous podcast, but Larry and I were uh, invited to do our Taking Your Marketing Off-Road presentation that we did in Minnesota, do that for their videotaped CEU series Mm -hmm. that is now available online. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, so if you need a a CEU, you can just go to their AEC Knowledge, go to their website and register and... You can, you can actually see what we look like. How about that? It was scary. That? It was scary. <laughs> like, no, it's video, no. But anyway, so yeah, so we are getting that history with PMKC, which is kind of yeah. nice. Yeah, which is nice. It's a yeah, good group. Good group. We also want to say um, thank you to Brian McLaren. Brian used to office with us. Not He wasn't part of our firm, but his firm shared space with us. And he's now with AIA National out of D.C., so he came to the um, workshop and sat through it with us and gave us really great feedback. So one and and he was nice enough to ride the train from Richmond into DC with me so I, you know, didn't get lost along the way, so to speak. <laughs> so he sort of shepherded shepherded me from one space to the other. So thank you very much. And then there's um Lyra Lewis, who was actually part of PMKC. She was a scholar. Yeah, she was an architect from Chicago who mm-hmm. had come down and she was running all of the social media for the conference, so she was there the whole time. Uh, so that was kind of neat and special to have her sitting in on our, I felt kind of privileged to yeah. have her in our conference. And she actually tweeted and did a blog post right from our session. Yeah. So that was kind of oh, cool. Oh, kind of cool. And, yeah. and she actually said something after the workshop, too. She's like, well, you know, I had a business plan written out, but now I've got to go change a couple of things. Right. So I was like, okay, great. Yeah, you, she's you award-winning and it. really accomplished. And, and so that was kind of fun for her to acknowledge that she had, you know, learned something, picked up something new. Yeah. Well, and and we want to thank everyone here in Dallas who, or everyone who came to the presentations here in Dallas. It was nice to get the interaction, get the feedback, made some really great connections. One of the guys that we talked with is going to sit in on a podcast next year. We're going to talk about something. He had a really great question in the marketing and business development, marketing business development? Balancing work and business development. Mm-hmm. Um, in that presentation, he had a really great question, and I felt almost bad answering it for him because I don't think I gave him a great answer. But it's something that, as an industry, we need to discuss. So we're going to have him come in and sit in on a podcast next year, and we're going to talk about that, which should be interesting. Well, which is, I mean, we shouldn't just leave it as a teaser. But mm-hmm. it, his question was about drop: should you drop your fees yeah. in order to get a project, or in order to keep a project? Right. Because that was, you know, one of their ex- current experiences. Yeah. It's a tough question, so yeah. we'll, we'll go economy, into that it's, more. It's a tough, tough thing. So, yeah, so we're going to follow up with that. But but everyone that, that came, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andrew Hawkins, for heckling us from the audience yes. and, and being a friend. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you so much. Poor Andrew, who had knee surgery and was hobbling all over the, the convention with a cane. Right. Yeah. He... Um, toughed it out I guess yeah and we also want to thank Gail Pickering from TSA who I think we probably sent her I don't know maybe 10 emails about various things and what about this and what about this and no qualms she was very supportive didn't and we even met her uh, at TSA got Mm -hmm. to actually meet her in person actually she caught me taking a bar stool out of the expo um downstairs she's like well where are you going with that I'm like um (laughs) <laughs> I need it for my presentation. Oh, they didn't give you one? I'm like, well, no. She's like, who'd you take it from? And I told her, she goes, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what's going on. She knows what's going on, yeah. Yes, thank you, Gail. I yeah. don't know how you do it. 
So anyway, it was great. But for now, we're going to go ahead and sign off. And as usual. Well, and if before we sign off, mm-hmm. I have to plug any of our presentations. If any of our listeners, now that we're up to a couple thousand listeners, mm-hmm. subscribe. Well, I don't know if you all are listening, but you're subscribing. subscribing. Yes. <laughs> okay, so for the three people who actually listen to our podcast oh, after oh, you oh. subscribe, you, if you know of a, a AIA chapter or um, an organization or any other type of conference that you think might benefit from one of our talks, you know, please contact us and let us know um, because we're always looking for new opportunities of, of uh, you know, and we can travel if necessary if they'll provide travel expenses and that sort of thing. So um, yeah. we're not limited to just North Texas. Right, right. We're, we are looking to become national. I guess we actually already are in some ways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're definitely definitely looking to to spread out and start speaking to other groups. So, so you know, like San Diego in April or, mm-hmm. you know. San Francisco. New York in June. You know, yeah, you know. sure. <laughs> Paris and, you know. Hawaii. Hawaii right. would be great. Right, yes, yes, that would be great. Yes, yeah. be fantastic. Uh-huh, sure. So, just put that little bug in your ear. How about Orlando? I need a trip to Disney one of these days. And you know, when Matthew gets a little bit older and the, right. and the giant <laughs> characters in costume don't scare him half to death. Right, but yeah. Anyway. So there's our plug. So please touch base with us. Let us know if you know of anyone who might be interested. We would love to do it. We're really enjoying actually doing this. Yeah, and you can do that via our website, which is www.hpdarch.com, or any of our social media sites where HPD Architecture is on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, LinkedIn. You can find Larry and me and uh, probably a host of other locations. But mm-hmm. Just reach out. We're also on Meetup with our Architecture Happy Hour Happy Hour. Next one coming up on Wednesday. Yeah, in just a few days. Yep. Yeah, so. All right, well, and of course, if you're in Dallas, pop in and say hi. We'd love to to meet anybody who might be listening. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, hey, it's someone in person. Yay. Of course, that's only if you have positive things to say. That's right, yeah. yeah. We discussed this earlier that we appreciate and welcome all comments as long as they're positive and flattering. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're not limited. All right, well, let's put them out of their misery. Later. All right, we will. I think that's all for now. And we will talk to you again in December. I'm Laura. And I'm Larry. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.